0: Welcome to Dreams X Trash. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer.
1: And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan, and tech and art enthusiast.
0: And Jason, what do we do here?
1: Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English yes. teacher. Jesus is right. The conversations are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives.
0: I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge.
1: And that journey starts right now.
0: Hey, hey, Jason. Another week, another podcast. It's nighttime though. It's the first time in a long time that we've recorded in the night.
1: Dreams X Trash After Dark.
0: That's, that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. It straight up sounds like a porn site, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're going to take you into your fantasies. <laughs> How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's almost Christmas set up a christmas tree
1: mm-hmm, you know
0: mm-hmm. waiting patiently for christmas day
1: the same way everyone's waiting for our anniversary episode and our christmas episode yep
0: yep, yep. they can wait. They'll, wait they'll wait they'll get what they want they'll get what they want
1: <laughs> um you're going on holiday soon and
0: yep, yeah, yeah in a few days
1: you're the busier one between the two of us so
0: no actually but you're, you're the busier one from now right
1: oh that is true so let's where, where do you start uh, I guess we're already in the house, housekeeping.
0: In the housekeeping, yes. So housekeeping, there is nothing new except just setting up the anniversary episode and the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. That's what the guests, the listeners, should expect. Uh, and what's the trash bag looking like, Jason? Sixteen
1: hundred, sixteen hundred between the two of us. We are at so, neck and neck.
0: Three thousand two hundred yen, swearing for cancer, swearing for cancer.
1: At the longest time, I was winning. But uh, Oscar, oh, you've upped your game in the past two weeks, so
0: looks <laughs> so looks like we're gonna cure cancer, Jason.
1: <laughs> some good I money. will find the cure. <laughs> good money going for a good cause, as everyone yeah. Uh uh-huh,
0: uh uh-huh. And so this one, Jason, you're gonna take over for the gratitude of the week.
1: Yes, this is almost like a continuation of another gratitude I did uh, mm-hmm. some time back. My cousins Sanao and Nema, they have mm-hmm. a wonderful podcast, Black Sister Sekai and oh, yeah, yeah. we inspired them to do that podcast actually, as, as i listened to know. the
0: first two episodes yeah i actually quite enjoyed it i really i did enjoy it
1: mm, mm, mm. I... It's, uh-huh.
0: it's something i wish i heard when i first came to japan
1: ah actually that's yeah. some good uh good marketing for Oscar are they paying yeah, you
0: i <laughs> wish someone should be paying me for this <laughs> for this shit jason someone should start paying me for this shit <laughs>
1: it's uh yeah 100 yen it's a really good podcast for people who are just wondering what it's like to be black that the black experience the black female Mm -hmm. experience in japan and sort of like the things that you need to do to fit in like a foreign culture you know and japan a lot of us is very foreign right for the westerners mm. slash african people
0: actually i'm gonna take that back a bit Mm mm-hmm Actually, I'm glad I didn't hear some of those things when I first came to Japan.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The reason being that if I heard how how black people are treated differently in Japan, I will be more withdrawn when I first arrived in Japan. But when I first came, I knew nothing about that. I just knew it's Gaijin and Nihonjin, you know, just Japanese people and foreigners. I didn't know there was a dis- distinction between the foreigners themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I didn't
0: assume that. So, so that made me more relaxed, more willing to put myself out there. So maybe if I didn't, if someone did tell me, oh, oh but they treat black people differently. Yeah, I would feel a bit, you know, nervous to be here.
1: Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'd be the same. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those natural things. If you're getting treated mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. than everyone else, you know, I don't want to get mm-hmm. too, I don't want us to go too far into it because their podcast exists. People are interested.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Please go and listen, go and listen to Black Sister Sekai. Black Sister Sekai and Black Sister Sekai yeah.
1: Sanawa and Emma thank you so much I don't even know if they'll listen to this but you're an inspiration
0: hey hey hey, hey hey, hey. They, they have to they have to yes. we've just given them a free plug they must listen to us <laughs> and plug in our <laughs> podcast Jason
1: <laughs> I'm literally sending her a message right now anyway <laughs> we love you guys much love take care and keep yeah, on keeping thank you
0: up. so much Yeah, it's, it's a great podcast anyway thank you
1: and with that uh trending topic
0: right trending topic jason uh you take it away you're talking about meta facebook and meta
1: you mean meta, meta just Meta, just not, meta not facebook anymore yep. yeah and i'm just gonna ask you what do you know so far about meta
0: uh what i know is very rudimentary uh, so what i know is that they're turning everything into virtual reality mm-hmm. and uh, actually i saw a few hours ago that justin bieber did a, a live concert in the metaverse today or yesterday? I'm not quite sure.
1: No way. What? I yep.
0: see yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that of like a few hours ago on Instagram.
1: <sighs> My phone is charging. I can't look at it now. But oh, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Oh, yeah. So, so
0: it seems, and there is one person apparently who set up is his life in such a way that he lives fully in the metaverse, completely in the metaverse.
1: So when we say metaverse. It's just to give Mm -hmm. people a quick breakdown metaverse is literally just a bunch of Mm -hmm. services online services Mm -hmm. that have been that are being what superimposed in alternate reality and virtual reality Mm -hmm. and you can view these programs on your phone Mm -hmm. or your VR sets, you know, such as Mm. Oculus Mm. and HTC Vive and all that. Mm. And Mm. Facebook is working on different output devices so that you can maybe use them on your glasses, you can use them in, you know, many different ways. So you don't have to. And then I guess the whole idea is that we're going to reach a point where you don't even need these devices, right? The augmented reality, like a camera, maybe it's going to be a camera in your house, is just being like holographically projected in your room. That's like the ultimate level, right? I know we're not there yet, but that's the dream and the vision that they have for Meta. So bringing VR and AR and augmenting your your current reality.
0: As a kid, I always looked forward to owning my own virtual reality set, you know? I, I saw the movies, the cartoons, and it seemed like, yeah, I would want to have that and experience that. But now that I'm here and I see it coming, I feel like I want to push back against it.
1: Man... China's pushing uh, I back. Know, again. I know it I know I can't. <laughs> Oscar, yeah, our, of course. Our old friend, China. The old yeah, friend Ch- China. China is
0: pushing back hard against the internet, man.
1: Je- internet and has, gaming.
0: Like, yeah, like I think they have like a timer like after 10 pm at night, internet services go off or something. Is that, am I correct?
1: No, 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 no. no. That's a bit extreme. They, you're not no, allowed
0: to. I, no, 14s, 14s, 14s. Teenagers. Pre teens, yeah.
1: The specific programs and games mm. that do mm. go offline for teenagers at mm. after 10 p.m. Like, for example, League of Legends, very popular. Oh, game. Okay, okay. After so... 10 p.m., you're a teenager. You have no idea. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to play it. And League of Legends is just one of them. There's so many other games, and one of these things that they're trying to cut down is uh, game addiction.
0: Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. But yeah. a
1: lot of. In, in, a byproduct of that is that because a lot of kids nowadays are substituting in social interaction social interaction
0: with online interaction right
1: with online interaction by 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 cutting out the games they're actually cutting out a lot of ways these kids will communicate with each other
0: you know that that's hmm well I, I think I won't have to agree with the Chinese government on this because like it's not like you need the games to interact. They do go to a physical school, right? Mm. They can not meet people in real life, in reality, right? Mm. So I'm sure, with wait, how many billions of years of evolution, these kids can figure out how to start talking to people in real life again, right?
1: Mm-hmm. You know what the thing is is that Ben Shapiro actually mentioned this in Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have figured out how malleable they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or how malleable society is because of mm-hmm. how the pandemic has hit us all. It mm-hmm. forced everyone mm-hmm. to be online, right? Exactly. Suddenly, the people who before... I think there were even memes and jokes about this, right? Mm-hmm. Where the the gamers and the basement dwellers...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the meme is something like, welcome to my life, talking mm-hmm. to the main population because these people have been living that kind of life. You know they've been living that online life for a very long time and now most of the majority of the population had to do it and at first people were really really i guess the i i would say that there was a population there's, there's, there's a segment of the population i have to be specific though in japan there's a segment of the population that was totally fine right exactly people are used to just online interaction only in japan with mm-hmm, nine mm-hmm. and a bunch of games there's lots of gamers in japan honestly you know lots of online i mean online
0: there, there are those people go- called hikikomori like the people who never leave their houses or their oh, apartments
1: but i think i'm talking about in a more general level like oh, even yeah. our our students you know mm-hmm. the kids a lot of mm-hmm. them look how the how how many of them are talking about fortnite <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I felt like that, that, that talk about Fortnite blew up even more during the pandemic, right? It got even more popular.
0: Well, I wouldn't say that because they're kids and kids just talk about games. When I was a kid, I, just, I also just spoke about games because it was the most advanced technological thing that I could understand as a child. That my, my friends could also understand, you know? And it was entertainment. But... So I don't think Fortnite was... High, the the what, the what is it? But the here, interest in Fortnite wasn't necessarily heightened by the pandemic. It was just something that kids do. And if you notice, like, it was always just boys talking about Fortnite. What were the girls talking about actually? I don't remember I don't recall the girls talking about anything in particular.
1: The girls were talking about uh K K pop bands and <laughs> Show bands, manga yeah. <laughs> one, Really? Like, really? Yeah my people students were talking about that.
0: Yeah, i can imagine k-pop but but even with the k-pop bands it was like junior high girls it wasn't elementary school girls
1: i have no idea what anyway, my point is right is that mm-hmm. the pandemic accelerated this part of
0: okay yes yes this part so of m- most of the of the developed world yes i do agree
1: this of uh yeah like what you said this part of other society that is being pushed to online only i don't mm-hmm. know if that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. It does make sense
1: our social lives are getting pushed on now our food uh, like the way we acquire food is being pushed online we have so many online services that just do everything for you now
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So our entire lifestyle is just being off- offloaded into these online services. And before you know it, you don't even need to ever... Actually, let me scratch that. Right now, Oscar, Oscar mm-hmm. the way we are and where we're living, we don't even actually need to leave, leave your house. No,
0: actually, we don't, we don't, we don't.
1: Between mm-hmm. Food Panda, Didi Food, and Uber Eats, they do grocery mm-hmm. delivery.
0: And you can you can work online, you know?
1: And you have Amazon.
0: You have Amazon. Like the only thing that you need to do to leave your house the only time you actually need to leave your house is if you're sick to go to a hospital right so that's the only time like you must leave your house
1: yeah 100% yeah. so now meta's here meta's going to take advantage of that wave that push to like online only and now they're going to use this brand new cutting edge technology vr and ar you know there's a lot of mystique around it but really if it ever reaches a point where Aeon VR are comparable to actual reality? Do Everyone... you ever
0: think that uh, Meta, or what was once called Facebook, is just an extension of Mark Zuckerberg's... Mark, his name is Mark Zuckerberg, right? Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> psyche. <laughs>
1: yes, Mark Zuckerberg.
0: It, it's like just an extension of him, right? Like most companies, like when you look at Apple or Google, Apple isn't an extension of Steve Jobs. Google isn't an extension of Larry Page or Sergey Brin, but Facebook, or rather Meta, it just seems like it's all Zuckerberg, you know? It's just him.
1: What what makes you say that?
0: All the marketing campaigns, everything, all the advertising, it's always just him. It's always just
1: him. I think it's because he's he's weirdly the PR face of the company. What? Like Why Why is that? I guess most CEOs, there's, there's a tradition. I'd call it a t- tradition or culture in tech companies especially big tech companies the ceo is almost usually the face and you know who started that who steve jobs he was the first like really big ceo of a this huge tech company that everyone he became a household name everyone know knew his face everyone knows that famous uh, portrait of him you know in the black and white one
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. he P be he was huge he, he literally was the face of apple and you could not to a point where it was synonymous synonymous right when you mentioned steve jobs apple just came into your head automatically <laughs> he became a symbol oh, for what apple.
0: about what about google then what about google
1: google i don't even know who you're talking about like some larry
0: Page, sergey brin like maybe until up until a few months ago larry page was the ceo like he was the founder he's the co-founder of, of google like you never see those people right you almost yeah. never see them same yeah. with twitter like you never jack what's his name jack jack whatever yeah that guy yeah up until a few months ago he was the CEO but you almost never saw him as the face of twitter
1: i would say this there's been attempts mm-hmm. to make them big on the face of it's, it's, it's one of those things it's like pushing somebody to be a musical artist mm-hmm. you, you either have it or you don't right Steve okay, Jobs mm-hmm. had it. Bill Gates, you compare Bill Gates to Steve Jobs, we can see who was much more of a... who was much more of a marketable face between the two. Who was more charismatic, like more it's all about charisma. Here. Yeah, exactly. Steve Jobs was right?
0: with Zuckerberg, is Zuckerberg charismatic? Like, no? he seems like the most socially awkward person ever.
1: And that's like, why he, he, everyone he, clowns on Facebook, because they keep yeah. trying to push Mark Zuckerberg as the face of the CEO... But everyone finds Mark Zuckerberg off-putting, really.
0: And now I'm going, I'm going to make this claim. The metaverse was made specifically for him. Oh, it's wow. just for him.
1: But we just Think established... About, like, the... Of course,
0: oh. I understand. This is just a joke I'm making, but it's a joke that feels <laughs> kind of real as well. You know, it's the fact that this is a world where it's a virtual world where everything is set up to make him the hero the god of the world he's actually god in that world right
1: and if VR becomes a huge thing he's gonna be the god of everyone's worlds
0: exactly so the metaverse was made for him by him and for him
1: to control the human mind the human psyche the social consciousness I
0: I, I bet he was bullied in school man and this is his payback (laughs) this is his payback I mean it kind of makes sense right you know think about this in the past like okay not in the past everyone that was bullied in the 80s and 90s is now the head of some massive internet corporation
1: because if they haven't killed themselves with drugs assuming
0: yeah yeah and they're taking out all their resentment on the rest of the world you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> all the nerds it's like revenge of the nerds is what you're saying
0: exactly you know, it's, it's kind of true it's kind of true man it's kind of true like i'm not saying that like i mean I, I was one of those guys when i was in high school for sure but still it feels like okay if you don't have those emotions checked before you get all that power you know you know what i mean
1: oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're yeah. definitely gonna take it out on people
0: exactly exactly
1: uh just to wrap it up with the meta what, what, what do you think because honestly this is setting up Meta is doing a big investment for the future,
0: mm.
1: and whether you look at it as like a ten-year, twenty-year, thirty-year investment, as long as they hold on long enough, it will pay out because VR is the future, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, am, I'm totally against it, but I, like, <laughs> I don't think I'm the one man who can fight it. Like, well, I, As a okay. kid, I, as a kid, I, I loved the idea of living in a virtual world. I wanted that. I crave that. But now as an adult, I feel like I want to be out in the physical world. I want to take advantage of this body as long as I can. I, w- I, don't, I don't need to be pushed deeper and deeper into that virtual reality. You're, Instagram you're, is, already, is already enough for me. It's a pretty much, too much its of that own already.
1: virtual world. Yes, exactly.
0: Exactly. And now they want to make my whole life virtual? No, I think I'm good. I'm good. But you know, it's, it, here's the thing. No matter how much I might be against it, hey, I'm eventually I'm still going to use it because if everyone around me is using it, what can I do, you know?
1: That's the point. Like, yeah, you can say all you want, but as long as you're living yeah. in the city, you're going to have to use it at some point. It's all, I bet there were hundreds of people who were saying, like, I'm not going to use Twitter, I'm not going to use LinkedIn, I'm not going to use Instagram. If they wanted to be socially accepted by everyone else, especially in today's modern age, you just gotta use some of those programs or some of those um, social media platforms. Yeah, I, so I, like
0: alternative, I, I have is to just move in, move to the mountains.
1: <laughs> you know, I it's, it's a nice dream.
0: It's a nice dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I definitely do think you know, as a kid, my father used to take me to and my family to his hometown, mm. and he, when I was a kid, his hometown had nothing. It was like up in the mountains. It was a really mountainous region of Kenya. And there was no electricity, no running water. You had to go to the water, to the river, to fetch water for drinking, for cooking, for washing clothes, you know that kind of thing.
1: 10, 20 years and from now, telling your grandchildren, hopefully about that, or like, no, no, not, not even saying grandchildren, is, just telling that generation of children at the time. Telling about that
0: this. to to my daughter, to my daughter seems impossible. But the thing is, right, I hated that because as a kid. I really hated going there because there was no TV, there was no PlayStation you yep. know we had to take a dump in a latrine you know like, basically no I don't feel like, let's just say we'll take a dump in a hole in the ground it wasn't yeah. a toilet man it wasn't a toilet right
1: mm-hmm.
0: but now that i'm here living in japan in osaka i look back at that with such fondness
1: because it was simple
0: yes yes like i i wish every that? day was like that <laughs>
1: And then that simplicity came with some elegance to it. Yes, yeah. The yeah, lifestyle yeah. had some uh, weird elegance to it.
0: Well, everything was simple. You knew what you had to do. Everyone knew what they had to do. Then, Anyway, maybe it's just... I do crave that, and like the more I think about that, the more I fear. Actually, my thing with the Metaverse is more fear than anything else, man. It's more fear. More fear? Yeah, it's. I, I don't understand it, and that makes me fear it, you know?
1: I'm not afraid of the technology, although I should be afraid of the technology. Like we just mentioned why it's pretty scary. You know, mm. if our phones yeah. are already reprogramming our brains, imagine mm. something as immersive as virtual technology.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Visual reality technology. It's going to be too crazy. It's going to be so big. Me and you can, can't even imagine the impact literally. Mm-hmm. But my main no point, one person can. what I'm really scared of is Meta's agenda this is the same facebook that let their weird algorithms uh, with uh what was that scandal
0: uh this the uk the british group the british co- company
1: yes yes, yes yes, 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 they they let like weird um... yeah
0: it was a really big company what was the name of the company it's
1: like literally it's on the tip of my tongue anyway yeah facebook can Facebook can affect presidential races. We know Mm. that for a very fact. All of this Mm. propaganda and fake fake news platform like Facebook Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica. And Facebook is just a huge platform for all of these companies that want to do data mining and they sell all of this user information to Mm -hmm. groups that can actually act on that information. Right. Mm -hmm. Now imagine if they, these are the same people who you let into your lives and let you control your virtual reality world. they literally basically be able to control, con- your
0: world. control your worlds. Control your worlds.
1: They'll literally be able to control what you think, on exactly, in a very intricate level. And who knows what's gonna happen? This is literally a dark mirror episode, by the way. A black mirror. Sorry, okay. I said dark mirror. Black mirror. Yeah, you episode. said dark
0: mirror. Yeah. So no, no, no. Like I'm, I'm, I don't understand. So that makes me scared. That's it.
1: Man, where's Black Mirror when you need it
0: now? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but the thing is, whether or not we know, even though we were told, like, this is going to happen, we wouldn't really listen. We just we want to see where the journey goes. You know, we're already on that on that road. Oh, we want to see the, the destination. You know what I mean?
1: We can't fight back against it. Yeah, we
0: can't fight back, yeah. We're already on the road. We, the journey is taking place. We want to see where this goes. We won't turn back now, Jason. We won't turn back now.
1: Just like... Uh, just like an... An anime robot transformation. You know how mecha transforms on screen? The villain yeah, yeah, yeah. the villain can't do anything <laughs> it's, too <late. laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's too late for us too. We can't we're like the villains. We can't watch, we can't do anything. The main hero is transforming his mecha. We gotta watch the whole thing.
0: <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. I actually never about that. What if they just hit them or something? <laughs>
1: no it's against the, the the rules of their reality oscar they must watch the full transformation oh man
0: that's hilarious that's hilarious
1: just a weird uh, analogy for you guys anyway um yeah. main topic you can introduce main-
0: the main topic is high school days how was high school for you and the reason we brought this up is because like after recording it was at the end of the last episode right or rather after we finished recording we started talking about high school, high school life, right? Mm-hmm. And the people in high school we interacted, we interact with today. And I realized that there's only one person from high school that I still interact with. And even that one person, I interact him like once every couple of months.
1: Right, 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 right. But I felt like there was something else to it. We had a very, we had a very interesting question oh. or topic.
0: I think it was majorly about so it was that and also the, the idea of like oh yes yes walking fast walking fast yes. you asked me why do you walk fast and I told you I learned to walk fast in high school because there were some characters I was trying to avoid
1: <laughs> and that just stuck with you all the way up into adult life
0: into adult life I still walk fast and... I still walk very fast
1: yes which i thought was just a crazy revelation and i was just like mm-hmm. huh what things happened to me in high school that affected me on such a deep level that, till today jason as an adult still these does these things as if i was still in high school like the habits have just stuck with me
0: yeah so what are some of the habits that are stuck with you
1: water bottle <laughs> water bottle oh yeah yeah you always carry a water bottle around i always have a water bottle That was a big one because Mombasa was hot as hell dude and if you had a water bottle and just for people who don't know like Mombasa it's one of those it's at the equator, Kenya's at the equator so like Mombasa is just this beach city, second biggest city in Kenya and it's really 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 humid. I don't think hot is the right word to describe it I think it's just humid. humid you sweat your ass off and 100 yen ass isn't okay 100 yen. yes it is Weird. point is you sweat a lot and it's very very common for people like it's a normal thing for people to just be passing out in Mombasa because of all the sweats and the mm-hmm. heat and everything mm-hmm. it's very if you're not used to that kind of like tropical temperate weather mm-hmm. you're gonna be very uncomfortable it's basically like i would say it's like a mild japanese summer all day every day for the people here (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. when i tell people that about mombasa they always go like wow you know anyway so having a water bottle was like having gold in high school (laughs) because you would literally like whether it's break time or lunch it doesn't matter if these people if you're out there running or just sitting around you would be sweating you come back and yo everyone would just be like where's the water at and my high school had water dispensers those water dispensers were always empty, always empty or there were always huge lines to the water dispensers so mm-hmm. I was just like you know what I'm just gonna carry my water bottles and me having a water bottle for some reason made some people be even more nicer to me People who would, like, yeah. I wouldn't say bully, but let's just say people who would harass okay, yeah. me. Harass yeah. me. Let's just say harass <laughs> me. But because I had a water bottle, it just pushed me a little bit higher on that social ladder. It's a little bit higher really? up there. Let's just say really? it, it, it got me some favors here and there, you know? Uh-huh. Like, that, that's the right one. Maybe not pushed me on the ladder, but let's say it got me favors. Uh-huh. So it wasn't only just for, like, a personal uh, benefit thing. was also because like oh if i give water to some people here and there it might help me out you know Mm -hmm. they'll owe me a favor here and there and i would actually get back on some of those favors at lunchtime this person was a (laughs) i had a friend who would come with um some nice barbecue meat you know Mm -hmm. yama and because (laughs) i would give him water all the time also guess what he would give me some (laughs) Yamachama So, you know it all worked out and before i know it i just had a water habit now i'm always drinking mm. water till today even even though like <laughs> i'm pretty much in a country like only summers like where you really sweat japan is like i would say it's a cool country mm. there's, it's a, there's a lot of times throughout the year where it's cool and you don't need to drink that much water but i still drink a lot of water because it's just you know same habit that i've carried on
0: Oh, I never thought it was because of high school. Education. I mean, I always knew Mombasa was humid, but I just I couldn't imagine that it would make you special to have, to have a water bottle in Mombasa.
1: Hey, man, people used to fight over water. Having water, mm-hmm. especially after PE. Yeah. If you had water, Oscar, <laughs> people would beg you. <laughs> they're dying. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm over exaggerating a tiny bit, but it is like... It did get me a few favours and it was really nice to have a water bottle. It was very, very convenient. Let's just say that.
0: Well, for me, one habit that has stuck with me since high school is working out. I started working out in high school. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. St- where did I start? I mean, I was just I used to be a fat kid and I've always been very self-conscious of my body. And in high school, I decided, you know, like, like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with with all this whining. Let me just do something about it. And I went home one day and I started doing two push-ups in my bedroom. Like literally, I started with two push-ups per day for a couple of days, you know. Then, as I got much stronger, I asked uh, our watchman to make for me those makeshift bench presses. You know them, like the one where you put like concrete in one end in. In one, in one, one, one tin and a concrete in another tin and put like a rod in between them.
1: I swear, I swear to God, I feel like all the scaries do that. The, the, yes, yes, like, yes. Community
0: yes. of them that just do that. Yeah. So I, I had that at home. <laughs> I just used to like pump. I was only doing chest, bro, like for years. I was just doing chest. Literally <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. Just bench press every day for years. <laughs> you can imagine how. Unproportional, I was in high school,
1: <laughs> but it doesn't matter, man. That 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 using concrete, ah, that thing is rough,
0: yeah. But it was hard, but it was hard. I, I look, it was probably really, it was probably quite heavy as well.
1: So, I the question level. here is, why were you doing this? What was what was the angle here?
0: Like, maybe just I want to to look better, I want to feel better about my body.
1: Why, you're in high school, it. though,
0: but it, it, it doesn't really matter where you are, okay? So Here's the thing, well, as I was picked on for being fat when I was really young, right? Mm. So, I guess when people point out one thing about you, several people point one thing about you, your own mind also tends to focus on that thing, right? You hyper-focus on that thing as well.
1: It, it changes the way you view yourself, definitely.
0: Exactly, so it's like, I had no choice but to hyper-focus on my body, Right. Like, I, to this day, I still kind of, I, you know, to this day, I definitely still hyper-focus my body. Like, if I gain a few a few kilos, it drives me nuts. I can't stop thinking about it.
1: So that's one thing that's affected you until now.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's not from high school, that's like from primary school.
1: Oh, that's even more deep-seated, no? huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know, I it's like, I know the problem, I know where it began, but how do I solve it, you know? It's a part of me feels like going to the gym is actually making the problem worse, you know? Because I go to the gym not to make myself feel better, but just to run away from the fear, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Mm.
1: Another habit for me, I guess, is... This one's a weird one. Always have, Always having a backpack. Okay. For the longest time, even in university, I used to carry <laughs> one of our friends... Used to make fun of me uh don let's just say Don. it's fine because people don't know his second name so don used to make fun of me i don't know if you remember because i used to always carry my backpack around a lot at least he made a joke one or two times here or there right and that's when it really dawned on me i'm always carrying my backpack and i wouldn't really understand why you know and at some point i realized that Maybe, or at least maybe now, I'd say maybe now thinking back, I used to have my laptop with me a lot of times. Even towards the end of high school, we were allowed with uh, we were allowed to carry a laptop because we were doing our final exams, the IGCSE. So for study purposes, it was allowed. And I used to be so afraid of my laptop being stolen because that happened a couple of times to people in my high school. Laptops mm-hmm. just disappearing, right? And the school would just be like, hey, if you're gonna bring these devices, you have to watch them. It's completely you're the one completely responsible it's for the a, You know, it's like I, I
0: I wonder that do kids here in Japan imagine that their stuff can get stolen? Like I don't think people here imagine that their yes, things can be taken away from
1: them. The way they you know, f- they treat some of their stuff? Th- I don't think so either.
0: Think about this, Jason, you and I went to pretty good high schools. Went to some of the best private schools in the country. Yep. right but stuff was still getting stolen like it was a prison you know it's like <laughs> this mm. guy has a nice phone take it take it take it <laughs> yep <laughs> oh man I... oh man <laughs> it's like the amount your money of money you, you come from doesn't matter I, like, I just would I just want your stuff
1: I I would say this that is much more of a reality to most people. In most schools everywhere, even the most Mm -hmm. high-level, like like super high-class schools, even in America and Europe, will be bound to have some thieves in it, right? There'll be one or two people who would definitely be thieves in it. I think Japan is the exception.
0: No, but here's the thing: even though you say it's one or two people in those places in Europe or America, in Kenya, it was several people. It wasn't just one or two people.
1: I I think that's also because of the third world country status too.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's third world country. But this is a school filled with wealthy kids.
1: That's right? true. I I guess that's true. But still,
0: it happens. But it
1: happens. but 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 some of those kids like, had the, the mentality of the environment they grew up in. Some uh-huh. I, I I had friends who were like very well off, but okay. they would see some good shoes. They would try.
0: <laughs> they would take the take it right. let take yeah. it. Let's take it.
1: They would try to take it okay shoes is not bro. a good, good good example earphones earphones used to be the really widely contested thing earphones
0: earphones phones
1: Phones.
0: uh what else games playstation ah games.
1: bro your games are gone if someone bro, let me tell you knows a story. you're running a the original original ah it's gone
0: bro let me tell you this. i stole playstation games and at some point in time mine were all of mine was stolen <laughs> it's like the universe got balanced out. It's like,
1: uh, you're proving my point. Why were you doing this, Oscar? You are a very well-off kid, right? Like, let me tell
0: you why it. I did it. Because I was ten years old. This kid brought a game that I always wanted to school to show off, and that hurt me because I didn't have the game. And why was he showing it off to us? You know, he just brought it for the shit sake of showing it off to, his, to people. You know. Mm-hmm. So at lunchtime, I went and took the game out of his bag. And put it in the bushes,
1: right? Okay.
0: When <laughs> he came up from lunch, and he was crying for his game, like oh, someone took the game. I calmly went up to him and said, "I'm going to help you find it." <laughs> uh huh. Of course, we didn't find it because I knew it was in the bushes. That's <laughs> went wrong with this game? One year later, I did the exact same thing that this kid did. I went to boarding school with a bunch of my PlayStation 2 games just to show off. <laughs> just to show off, you know. <laughs> we put them in a suitcase with a fucking padlock, 100 yen. With a suitcase <laughs> with a padlock, he said. Do you know that those metal boxes with a padlock, do you know those?
1: Yeah.
0: We went to class. When we came back, we found that the metal box was broken in half. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, it's got savage.
0: Someone someone broke it in half and took all the
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey Wana, someone really wanted San Andreas. They wanted the GTA San Andreas in that box. Hey.
0: Bro, we couldn't believe. it was like it was so incredible. I didn't even feel bad. It's like you know what? They deserve it. They deserve it. Bro, and you know, a little box
1: coming a bunch back, of kids. Your Bro- stuff been yeah. stolen? Yeah, it's like coming back to, to to the scene where hyenas have just eaten a carcass. Exactly. You know, everything is just cut around. <laughs> you still, you, you're there you're trying to piece together what just happened. You're a little yeah. bit in shock because your items are gone, and you're like, "Oh my god, oh. can I still get them back? What am I gonna do now?" You know? Oh
0: man, I couldn't believe. Like, I didn't even really feel bad. It's like you know what? This is incredible. A bunch of kids broke a metal box in half Jason.
1: (laughs) They just
0: (laughs) broke it and took out the games.
1: I think that taught us an important lesson about possession.
0: And watch out for your stuff. Watch out for your stuff.
1: Responsibility when it comes to taking Mm. care of your own things. Mm. And safety with regards to what can be touched what, what what things that you have can be touched by other people you know mm, so in mm. lockers in the buses your bag mm. where you place your bag like i think because of our own experiences where you placed your bag was a very very big
0: it's like it's almost on my, on my chest i'm holding it across my chest protecting like a baby
1: and if i leave my bag anywhere i leave it with an actual close friend not an acquaintance mm. not a friend of a friend no no now, somebody who I can directly go, like, I've been to this guy's house, yeah. I know his mom and his dad. They're like, you have to I'm
0: sorry, I went to him. I went,
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, yeah. a- or th- th- there's another scenario I leave my bag where everyone's bags are, mm-hmm. like, a weird you know, how zebras,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: zebras don't, um, uh, they don't, they don't, uh, camouflage. With the background? Their black no. and white stripes camouflage within the with, group.
0: with each other. With with each, each other,
1: other. <laughs> Exactly. So leaving my bag where everyone else's bags are, it was like, hey, if mine goes, everyone's goes, you know? So
0: <laughs> man that's some reasoning that's <laughs> Oh man. Oh man.
1: And yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be bothered because my laptop would be in there, but no one would know. Because everyone's mm-hmm. bags are there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're and right. So, so it's uh,
0: Japanese people just never know that. They'll never man. I hope they never have to know that. I hope they never have to find out the pain of losing something that's yours. You know that's You know, that's that's your, your your universe devolving into chaos. When you come back, you find that your stuff that should be there, that is always there, is no longer there. You know?
1: And we know it's ab-
0: such a shock. Uh-huh. It's like yeah can you, do you remember the first time something of this was stolen
1: the first instance of one of my items being stolen yeah yeah I cannot recall at this moment I I maybe I need maybe I can think about what was a deeply shock, shocking moment for me mm. yes 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 yes, yes. Mm-hmm. this is a perfect one uh, Christmas Christmas season it wasn't Christmas yeah. but Christmas season
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm probably like eight or seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. home alone love the home alone series as a kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. one of the home alone uh, movies the kid has a robotic not robotic a manually controlled car toy car mm-hmm. yeah so he controls it with a remote with a controller mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and for the longest time I want that. It's having a remote-controlled car and a remote-controlled mm-hmm. airplane. Like a drone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. I can own a drone right now, but I don't care about it. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, remote-controlled car. Mom gets it for me. Christmas. We're at the club. Yeah. I'm showing it off mm-hmm. to all the other kids, right? Yep. Me yep. and my cousin, because my mom... My mom both bought the same present for the both of us. Mm-hmm. We're children. We're going round. we'll let some of the kids play with the the car, and everyone, it's like we're the center of attention. Everything's good. Cool kids. Cool kids, right? Yeah. I, our food comes to our table, so we're all getting cold,
0: yeah?
1: Uh I don't want the party to end, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I want this party to still be, to be at uh, temperature heat. You know? yeah. <laughs> After dinner. And I can come back and everyone's still there. And I can keep showing off my wonderful gift and keep on, you know? Keep keep the stage, keep the show on, you know? Mm. So I go like, hey, I tell this other kid right here. The kid who is like literally begging me to let him like just play for longer. I tell him, hey, can you watch this for me? I'll give mm-hmm. you the remote and everything. to watch it. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. And he's Mm. like, thank you so much. He's just eight. He's just like us. And I go. I come back in not even 20 minutes, Oscar. I come back with 10 minutes. Because Mm. I had left. What did I leave? I think I left like a firework or something like that. Everyone had disappeared.
0: Jesus. Everyone
1: (laughs) had disappeared.
0: And... Your car was also vanished.
1: (laughs) Like... This is so specifically. This is the playground for the kids. So we, yeah. when I go back to the area, it's completely cleaned out. No one's done. So I go to my cousin. My cousin's still at the table eating, and he's just looking at me, and he just starts laughing. <laughs> he starts laughing, and I just tell him, "Man, have you seen this kid?" And he's just like, "Bro, that thing is gone." In his own age, was this <laughs> that thing is gone? But I could not process it for the life of me. At the age of eight, Oscar, I just had such a. Kind view of the world That There's no way he could steal it from me But it's my car Why would he steal it from me That's literally what I was thinking It didn't really hit me That this kid just took it and went away Like maybe his parents or family just left You know oh My God. And I literally Searched that place Like I brought my mom and some of my other Like older cousins into it We searched that place for like 2-3 hours Oh man and you know what oh, my mom man. said?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I cried. I cried. I, at some point I was crying. But my mom just said, you know what? I'm not even buying you another one. This teacher's doing a very yeah. important lesson. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that they,
0: know. they know.
1: That completely destroyed me. Let me yeah. tell you, as a kid. To have yeah, my no, one dream like, toy. And I literally just had it for like basically two hours. You know?
0: You know, I feel like even going back to the parenting styles in Kenya versus Japan in kenya when your parents buy you something like that toy car they tell you take care of this thing you know they're very strict about that take care of this thing right
1: uh-huh.
0: if it gets broken if it gets lost that's that <laughs> we're not talking about it it's finished like don't tell me what happened to it i don't know it's finished <laughs> yeah
1: my mom and I feel like yeah
0: maybe it's the same thing with your mom like okay no matter how much you're crying, it's like I'm gonna bang you another one. That story, is, it's, the story's dead. The story. Yes, is dead.
1: my mom, like she had sympathy in the beginning, but after a while she was just like, ah, that thing has gone. The end. Yeah. We Let's tried. Move on. Let's yeah. Move on. And then from now that point onwards, I knew, I learned the word amazing or thief. Like it's <laughs> it like, it solidified in my mind.
0: You know, that's a word I've heard so many times. Again, you know. <laughs> Mwizi, thief, thief. I've heard that one so many times. Like in Japan, I I I hear I've heard the kids saying the word thief, you know, like dorobo in Japanese, but it's always as a joke, right?
1: Always as a joke.
0: Yeah, it's like they say like usotsuki uh, wa Like a uh, a thief starts out by lying. Mm. That's what the kids say sometimes when kids always joke around in class. But I've never heard them, you know, like when someone utters the word thief in Kenya, there's always so much anger and panic, right? And it's all, it's not just like Mweezy, it's like people are screaming at the top of their lungs, Mweezy, Mweezy, you, you've heard that, right?
1: And there's an instinctive reaction to that. Everyone gets ready, everyone's Everyone eyes. Everyone is
0: ready to burn, to burn somebody. Like,
1: everyone's shoulders. Waka Taya, oh Everyone's shoulders <laughs> go back. And everyone is ready <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. it's crazy
0: and for those who don't know wake a tire means literally they want to take capture the thief put a tire around their neck and they set the tire on fire
1: it's called necklace. yeah it's mob called justice necklacing. Like, necklacing in some uh, i think historians i don't know where that term came from south africa mm-hmm. in the apartheid in south africa they just call it necklacing
0: Mm-hmm. yep that... so that's what they do to thieves in kenya
1: yeah it's horrible but man. despite them
0: doing that so they know there's people still try and still like you know oh man you know what uh-huh.
1: we're running out of time so this has to be the last point and it's kind of mm-hmm. sad because i feel like i just barely touched this topic i feel like there's yeah. so many other stories uh do you want to quickly touch on one more story or do you want to just finish off with another comment
0: uh one more story about things that i learned in high school oh in high school my my porn addiction got worse in high school because i was in an all i was in an all boys school right so the i i didn't interact with girls you know I, at least i was if it if was in a mixed school i would at least have a chance to maybe experience have a sexual experience with girls right mm. i didn't have that in high school so like there was just porn and I didn't have good internet. So it was either the, the modem, the spherical modem, or there was one guy in high school. Man, this dude, this dude changed my life in two ways, <laughs> right? Okay. There was one guy in high school who used to sell DVDs, like boot, bootleg DVDs, right? Of anything? And anything you wanted. Just tell him I want this. He will go home, download it, and bring it to you. Right? Nice. Yeah. So... On, there was this one particular day like this is how this guy changed my life and the first thing he did for me right uh-huh. i wanted to buy to buy a particular series maybe it was like something like how i met your mother one of those things right uh-huh. but he had nothing of this for the time but he told me he had a japanese cartoon called bleach at this point in time i didn't know what bleach was i didn't even really know what anime was
1: uh-huh.
0: right so i was thinking about like man i really wanted how i met how i met your mother but you know what, I was like, you know what, okay, just give me Bleach, give me, give me Bleach, I'll go and check it out. And I went and I watched the first 10 episodes of Bleach.
1: And you're like, that, forever. And that's when
0: I decided, that's when I decided, you know what, bro, I'm going to Japan. i
1: Japan. <laughs> that single instance put you on yeah. the road that led to you here.
0: Yeah. And number two, this same guy. Another day, as we're talking about just new stuff, new movies he has, he told me, by the way, I started selling porn. Do you want to buy porn? You know he, say, he says it. He's just a nonchalant manner. You know, like just hey, by the way, do I have some porn? Do you want something? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is this guy even real, Oscar? Okay. He sounds like a non-playable character bro, in a game. Bro.
0: bro, bro, I he was he was so cool, such a cool guy. He was one year my senior, such a cool human being. And I just the first porn I bought from from him was do you know a poster called Priya Rai?
1: No. What's
0: that? What? Priya Rai. P-R-I-Y-A. Rai, P-R-I-Y-A uh-huh. Space. R-A-I. She's an American Indian.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Indian American. Okay, from the subcontinent of India, but born and raised in America. So it's, she's just an Indian woman, and she has big breasts. And I And I told him, I want a video with her in it. And uh-huh. he didn't have her, of course. But he went home, and the next day he had that CD. So this dude he's he saved he changed my life he brought me to japan and he got me hooked on porn
1: No, know <laughs> that guy is a dangerous man ah he was just hooking up he was basically the gateway
0: to everything to everything
1: to everything to yeah. all of that digital content yeah he's basically your phone screen a yeah. much lower resolution phone screen because you can't actually choose what you want but he was basically almost like your phone screen the way it is right yep. now yep, yep
0: trying to yep. browse
1: and view stuff right
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god And with that It's uh, time to call it a day Oscar Or oh, a night
0: A night Time to go to bed Jason We have to wake up early tomorrow
1: Yes we do Lots of stuff to be done And funny enough This was exactly. supposed to be one of the shorter episodes But it ended up becoming a normal episode
0: Yeah uh, You know Things happen Things happen
1: Wonderful things happen Alright So So <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Jason.
1: <laughs> Thank you, and listeners. Thank you, Oscar. Again.
0: Yep. You'll catch us here again next week for another episode of Dreams Extrash.
1: And next week Oscar is gonna, and next week is gonna be a good episode.
0: It's gonna be the greatest, the best episode ever nice. made in the history of podcasting, Jason.
1: Yes. All right. Bye bye, Oscar.
0: Bye bye, Jason. Bye bye, listeners. Bye bye, listeners. Take care. Good night.